Simone Biles, the stuff going on the last two days with her. Let's talk to Matt Barnes from NBC4. He knows what's going on. He is there right now. Hey, Matt, how are you? Hi, Matt. Hello, Matt. Hey, how are you guys? Good to join you all the way from across the world. Well, I can tell you here in the States, at least, it seems many uh, on social media are kind of reading their politics into this whole thing. She withdrew from the team final. We got that yesterday. But now from the all-around final as well, is that correct? What's the latest? That is correct, yes. Simone Biles putting out that statement, or USA Gymnastics putting out the statement that she is going to not take part in the individual all-around competition. So it's it's devastating because we know if she took part, she would win a gold medal in that. But she's not in the right mental headspace, whether it's the pressure from her team, USA, or the world. uh, She just doesn't feel ready to go for it. So instead, they'll replace her with another American, and we will go from there and hope to see if she'll take part in the event finals later this week. Wouldn't it be a great story? And that's got to be good for ratings, too, if the replacement took the gold. That's the story now. (laughs) I think the story's still going to be Simone, but I know what you're saying. Well, but you hate to see it overshadow all the other girls that put in just the same amount of work. Absolutely, and that is one thing. Yeah. Just think about when you lose like your team leader. It's like losing Tom Brady, and then all of a sudden the Buccaneers trying to win a Super Bowl. That is what these uh, women tried to do yesterday. They lose Simone Biles, and they're still trying to win a medal. They hold on and get that silver. So kudos to them because she is the GOAT, and losing her as quickly as they did, as, uh, it's kind of devastating, and they found a way to pull together. You know, Matt, I will, with someone who openly talks about, I take a medication for anxiety, and it's no laughing matter, and a lot of people are criticizing her on social media, which is a joke, but as she talked about, is it panic attacks? Is it anxiety? Is it pressure? Because I would think that, and, and I'm not a medical expert, but there's quick fixes, like Xanax or Valiums or whatever, but is she talk? is it just the everything, or is it anxiety attacks? She makes it seem like it's just more pressure, and she has felt this pressure almost since the Olympic trials. And I think partly a lot of this has to do with the year we've had with COVID and everything like that, you know, being separate and apart from so many people and no crowds to give her the energy and positivity she needs uh, when she's not feeling at her best. And frankly, we saw it in the preliminary, the qualifiers, she wasn't really good. And you felt like something was wrong. And so while she hasn't fully described her condition and what's going on or what she's taken, uh, you can tell she's just not right, but she's you know she still wants to be a good teammate. She was out there cheering for him, things like that. But just in the performances we saw while here in Tokyo, something never seemed completely right with her. Yeah, Jerry, you make up a point yeah, where they, if you can't go, give someone else a chance to win a medal, right? Uh, yeah, if she knew as, as early as the Olympic trials, she should have backed out then instead of getting all the way over there in Poland. But maybe she it, thought she couldn't compa- let anybody yeah, down. Comp- yeah. And yeah, That's I mean, where I the pressure it. comes from, yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I think, too. And she mentioned that. She just said, hey, I tried to give it a go, but I knew it wasn't going to be my best. And let's be honest, as you know how high she flies off that vault. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. She bounces off that, that um, pool exercise. If she's not in the right headspace, she could legitimately end her career with one bad slip up or something like that. So in, in my mind, it's a smart decision because even the vault that she did do, she barely landed it. And who knows what that could have done to her. And yeah. I'm not saying that these times are any different. If you think back to, you know, uh, Bella Caroli, you know, the coach that and these girls and Carrie Strug when she landed the vault and she had hurt leg. I mean, you want to talk about pressure and maybe now looking at it going, we don't need to have that much pressure on us anymore. 
Yeah, I, I could agree with that. I mean, we've made Simone Biles the face of not just gymnastics. We've made her the face of the United States Olympic movement for the last five years, right? Yeah. And maybe that was just too much for her as she got to these games. And again, there's no support system here besides her teammates and her yeah. coaches. Her Fair family's enough. not here. Friends aren't here. And you can't discount how much that means to you when you're going through something. And you're you're quarantined in a room. It's not like you can go out sure. and let loose. You're stuck in four walls closing on you hey i'm yeah. matt, matt barnes from nbc fours with us and you can watch him he's live at the tokyo olympics what about other ohio athletes what do we got going on uh, in the next couple of days and how have they performed i see a boxer advanced yeah so we had a cincinnati boxer advanced to the round of eight yesterday we had a toledo boxer o'shea jones and a cleveland boxer delante tiger johnson moved to the final eight. Oh, i like that name first, i like tiger right, tiger johnson yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh we already have a gold medal that's zach apple he's from trenton ohio that's near middletown uh he won in the four by 100 free relay the ohio state swimmer hunter armstrong he's still not done but he did uh lose or he got eliminated before the final in the uh, 100 backstroke but we still have a lot to come we have alec yoder former ohio state gymnast on the pommel horse joe kovacs lives in columbus He's going to likely win the silver or gold medal in the shot put. Also, another Ohio State shot putter out there. So, plenty more athletes to come. I'm trying to update them as fast as I can on my Twitter account because we're up to around 40 to 50 who have Ohio connections of some sort. Yeah, wow. we had the pole vaulter, the female pole vaulter out of Cleveland, Katie Najet, on uh, late last week. And she goes, I think, Thursday or Friday of this week. Boy, I'm pulling for her. I think it is Thursday or Friday she was, there, Jerry. She was, uh, <laughs> <laughs> she was a great, great interview. And how about the high school kid, the girl out of uh, Alaska that took gold in swimming? What a great story that is. And that's what I love about the Olympics in general is that no one knew who she was a month ago. And then she makes the team. Everyone's like, oh, great. Someone from Alaska made it. 17 years old, high school senior. And then she wins the gold. Yeah. Beating out her fellow teammate, Lily King, who everyone knows. Uh, and that, that's what makes these great is that if you just show up at the right time, you work your life for these moments, and then you get that golden moment and you get your name out there. And now she'll be the next big name in swimming for the next three to seven years. Hey, Matt, set the scene for us because you mentioned no crowd, and usually with the Olympics there's nightlife and people going on. Is it almost seen like a ghost town when you cover these events? 100%. So just so you all know, the way the – it works for me is that I'm in a 14 day soft quarantine, which means I can go from the hotel to this hotel I'm in right now for our live broadcast. And then a shuttle bus or a competition venue. That's it. Wow. We've taken saliva test days one, two, three here. Took one yesterday on day 10. I'll take another on day 14. If all of that goes well, I test negative. I am then on day 15 allowed to go around the city, see restaurants, go to a first attraction and just be among the people still wearing masks, of course, but uh, we're allowed to do yeah. that. As far as the venues, I went to the aquatic center uh, two days ago, and it's only team members and coaches and media. And so these are, you know, 10,000 seat stadiums or arenas or, or centers, and there's like 2,000 inside. So it's very hollow and, and a weird sounding Olympics. But, you know, what the competitions are happening, the medals are being given out, and that's all the athletes care about. But I can tell you right now, Tokyo is not excited about these Olympics at all. Uh, the majority of people don't want them here, and the case count just went up to over 3,000, the highest they've ever had in terms of positive cases. So it is a very 
Autolytics to cover. Now, Matt, we're all about food here on The Morning Show. And we had a story yesterday about the concessions. You know, usually with the crowds and everything, some pretty good things to eat. But one of the reporters over there showed her her breakfast box and it it left a lot to be desired. <laughs> so what else okay, the food? First, first off, you should see my breakfast. I, I see my breakfast every morning on my Twitter account. It's the hotel breakfast because we can't go out and get our own. Right. And it's um, it's a lot of bread. It's just a lot of bread. I'm not saying bad, but I'm not a wrestler or a track runner. I don't need to carbo load so much. Yeah. So uh, I thought I was going to lose weight here because of how much I would sweat, and I'm doing a lot of that. Yeah. I might gain weight because of all the bread they keep eating. So um, I can't wait for day 15 when we're actually able to go to a restaurant and go get some sushi and some authentic Japanese food. Because even here in the hotel, they're giving us a lot of, I think, American style food just to, you know, not make us sure. Yeah. Because sure. yeah. um, we're, you know, NBC's all paying for that. Yeah. But um, I would prefer to try some authentic Japanese food at some point. Hey, you celebrated a birthday with the Today Show crew, correct? <laughs> That's right. Yeah, two Aww. days ago uh, was my birthday, celebrating year 35 in Tokyo. And uh, I was getting ready for an interview with the gold medalist Lee Kiefer, who actually was born in Cleveland. And as I was leaving, Hoda and Savannah were uh, coming in to do some promo stuff. And I said, hey, you know, here's that shameless plug. It's my birthday. Can I take a picture? And so they, they agreed we did it. Oh, oh happy that's birthday. so good. Yeah, happy birthday, yeah. man. Were they drinking wine in the morning? <laughs> they were not. But remember, it's not morning here. It's, oh, know, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> but that's night. kind of Hoda's thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, well, I will say I've seen twice on the Today Show them trying either sake or Japanese whiskey. So I think they're, <laughs> they're, they're doing okay. Hey, how's your schedule? Because you're 16 hours ahead. You're doing a morning show. You're on with us now. I mean, have you got adjusted or you just got a weird sleeping pattern? I'm slowly getting there. This is day, again, 11 for me here. So yeah. I think by now I've got it figured out. But yeah, we are, so we're 13 hours ahead from Columbus. Oh, 13, which, okay. Uh, which is weird, obviously, because I'm used to waking up at 2.30 in the morning and then having the rest of my day. Now I'm waking up at a normal hour and then just going to sleep when it's dark. So uh, in some ways I like it, but I know right when I get back to Columbus, I'm in, I'm in a bit of trouble. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to hear from you when you get back. Well, good luck to you. We uh, shall be watching NBC4 and your work. I know Colleen and uh, everybody over there goes uh, live at 7 after the evening news, and they throw it to you. So we'll check it all out, and good luck, and man. follow him on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. follow man on Twitter. Appreciate it, guys, and uh, thanks for uh, letting me check in from Tokyo. All right, thank you.